Broadcasting from the world-famous Jersey Shore, this is Save Coastal Wildlife, the podcast. And my name is Joe Reynolds, Executive Director of Save Coastal Wildlife, an environmental nonprofit dedicated to educating people about the preservation and protection of coastal wildlife along the Jersey Shore. You can find out more about Save Coastal Wildlife and all the great things we do at our website, which is www.savecoastalwildlife.org. That's www.savecoastalwildlife.org. And the awesome music here in the background. That's from Elise Farnsworth. She's a local musician right here along the Jersey Shore and a friend of the show. Birds and fish won't come anymore. And I'm joined tonight by two other good friends and fellow Safe Coast of Wildlife members. Hey, Joe, you gotta save Coast of Wildlife. Sorry, I was just really into the song. <laughs> That's really good, Jen. <laughs> Jen's making her debut today. Yeah, I'm really impressed. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm going on the voice. It's Samantha. I'm not quite as good of a singer, but... Hi, Samantha. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I understand you found something really gross on the beach today. I did. I think it was a giant rat. Oh, man. That's gross. Yeah, it was. Where'd you find it? What beach? On Long Branch. Long My Branch. dog found it for oh, me. Oh, man. Quite yeah. the present. Well, you know, I think it's been raining a lot, so I don't know. Something... Probably got one of the pipes, drain pipes or something. I've seen it happen before. Mice and rats get in there and they just get washed down. Pretty gross stuff, right? But you know, ladies. On that note, what do we know? It is almost Thanksgiving. We're recording this podcast the Monday before Thanksgiving. And so, you know what that means. What does that mean, Joe? Hi. (laughs) What, 3.14? Nerd. Yeah, no, it's getting dark out. It's getting really dark. Every day we're losing daylight. It's getting darker and darker, and it's getting so cold, and I can't take the cold. Yeah, my seasonal depression. I know. My feet are always cold. I don't like it. But it's getting dark, too. In fact, you know, November, the month of November alone, we lose about 54 minutes of daylight. So from November 1st to the end of November, we just about lost 54 minutes of daylight. Like a whole hour of daylight has been lost just about. I can feel it. Yeah, it's crazy. And we're going to lose even more because do you know when the shortest day of the year is? The winter solstice. That's very good. Thank you. You're awesome, Jen. The winter solstice. It's the darkest day of the year in the northern hemisphere, not the southern hemisphere. There's a little difference there. It's the darkest day of the year in the northern hemisphere is on the winter solstice. This year it happens on Saturday, December 21st, when we only get about nine hours of daylight. Mm. Nice. But then, you know, all of a sudden we start getting more daylight every day after that. So it's something to look forward to. Yeah, but it's still cold. My feet still get cold. It doesn't really warm up until like May. No. But you know, with all this darkness, it means it's a perfect time to start hearing owls in your backyard. Have you heard any owls recently? 
Not yet. Really? I've heard like quite a few. Really? Yeah, my town where I live, over in the Highlands, we've heard like uh, screech owls and great horned owls. Wow, you know the difference? I do know the difference between the two. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Don't don't rush me. I'm sorry. So tonight, if you haven't guessed it, tonight's episode's all about owls. Owls along the Jersey Shore. Because a lot of people don't realize that owls can be found along the Jersey Shore. Not many, but there are several owls that can be seen or heard along the Jersey Shore. Some like to migrate south for the winter, like the snowy owls. And some like to raise a family along the Jersey Shore, like our friend, the great horned owl. You know, when I was in college, people used to say, Joe, you're really horny. And I would take that as a compliment, <laughs> meaning they probably saying I was the great horned owl because I have like a mouth like a beak and big eyes. I'm sure it was a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know. What a lot of people don't realize is that the Jersey Shore does have species of owl. Sometimes you have to go inland a little bit. Maybe you got to go to a maritime forest, or if you don't have that, maybe a suburban park. But owls are around, ladies. And owls, you know, they're primarily nocturnal hunters, and they hunt alone. They perch in trees with a good view of their surrounding area, waiting for small little animals. Maybe your friend the rat. And rodents such as mice, squirrels, voles, and rabbits. You know, owls can't chew their prey. Did you guys know that? I did know that. They don't have teeth. Birds don't have teeth. No. At least not modern day ones. Prehistoric ones might have had teeth, but modern birds don't have teeth. So how do they? How do they? What happens to their food? Samantha knows. She's well from a science experiment <laughs> that I did in third grade. I learned that they vomit up pellets, but they eat them whole. Yeah, that's true for the owls, right? Because birds don't have teeth; they have gizzards, right? So that sometimes you might see birds picking up pebbles. And that's to crunch up, crunch up their food. And in the case of the owls, like they just swallow their food all the way down, like your friend the rat or the mouse. Mm -hmm. They just swallow it all down, bones and all. And so, and the hair and the fur, right? So all that has to come up. They don't poop it out. I would hope not. Yeah. So what happens? They cough up bones and... um, I think I just coughed up something on my microphone. <laughs> and bones <laughs> and um, and the fur. And so you get, what do you get? You get these little... Pellets. Yeah, these owl pellets. They're for sale. You can purchase. You can. You can. Yeah, Google schools, you teachers. Can teachers love to buy those things. So they don't poop or they just... Do they poop at all? Well, I think all species pretty much okay. poop. Everybody yeah. poops. Everybody yes, poops. I learned that too. Okay. Everybody does. Poop. Yeah, everybody okay. poops, but not everybody chews. Okay. Not everybody <laughs> chews. <laughs> that also sounds like a guy I used to date. <laughs> he used to poop, but no chew. Not a big chew. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. So yeah, owls don't chew their prey like all birds. They don't have teeth. Instead, they swallow small prey whole. Or maybe they, maybe they tear it up a little bit with their beaks into smaller pieces. And then they just swallow on down. They're very good at swallowing. So owls don't make their own nests also, too. So a lot of people like to think that owls, you know, remember that commercial, Jen, you're about my age. Maybe I'm, like, older here. Mm -hmm. But you're a little bit closer to my age than I think Samantha is. And so you probably remember there was um, a commercial where, like, the guy was, like, licking a lollipop or something, or a Tootsie Roll. How Wasn't many it like, does it take to get to the Tootsie Roll center yeah. of a Tootsie Pop? Yeah. It's still on. One. I literally Two. saw it last night. I don't really it's watch so TV, so weird. I don't know. 
I was watching one of those Christmas, um, Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, my God. Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah, you have to. It's the law. <laughs> oh, my it's goodness. the law. <laughs> what were you drinking? You had to and be drinking was, something. And it was, uh, there was, a, and that commercial came on. Really? Yeah, Are you seriously? Really weird. I like to see that commercial. Anyway, so you like to think that owls are really smart. Mm -hmm. Um, You hear that all the time, but it's really an urban myth, or maybe it's a suburban myth, or it's just a myth. Doesn't really, um, owls are really not all that smart. (laughs) Crows are really smart because they use tools. Crows and ravens are really smart. Any species that uses tools, like dolphins and people, are really smart, though people maybe not so smart as dolphins and crows and ravens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so owls aren't that smart, and they're rather lazy. They're rather lazy. Really? Yeah. They don't make their own nests. Instead, they use nests of other birds. Like in the case of the great horned owl, Mm -hmm. they look for red-tailed hawks' nests that have been abandoned or just not in use. Oh, but they don't throw other birds out of their nests? Well, sometimes if you have a great horned owl that nests kind of late, Mm -hmm. and they've taken over a red-tailed hawk's nest, a red-tailed hawk might come sometime in the spring and say, hey, I want my nest back. And there might be a little tay-tay, uh-huh. a little Who's going to win fight. that battle? Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah. <laughs> I do know that sometimes great horned owls will take over osprey nests, the platforms. Wow. And uh, cool. Yeah, there was one time over in Cheesequake Park, Cheesequake State Park, that I saw an great horned owl nesting in an osprey platform. This was about early March. I'm like, hmm, goodness gracious, there's going to be an osprey coming back pretty soon. I wonder what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I came back a month later. You know what I saw? An osprey nesting in that <laughs> platform. So obviously, <laughs> the great horned owl did not lose or did not win that fight. Yeah. He lost it. So you know, we're talking about owls, and you might be asking yourself, what makes an owl an owl? Well, they're like hawks and they're like eagles, but owls along the Jersey Shore are birds of prey, just like hawks and eagles. And they're, but they're a little different. They're a little different from hawks and eagles. So most hawks and eagles you're gonna see during the daytime, right? Owls you're gonna see primarily at night and they have big eyes. Most owls have big eyes so they can see at night. They're most noticeable because of their large eyes. They cannot rotate their eyes within their eye socket. So they must move their head when looking about. So you probably see owls like moving their head almost like 180 degrees or 360 degrees in some cases, Mm -hmm. or close to it. Because they have forward-facing eyes, they have to, they have well-developed binocular vision, giving them great depth of perception. They could see really far away. And then one question I have, I couldn't find the answer. Maybe, Samantha, you have the answer. Does... Does owl, do owls have color vision or black and white? I don't know. I really don't know. I feel like they would have color vision, right? Don't most, most birds have? Yeah, would color vision help them in the darkness? Exactly. I don't really don't know. Exactly. When you're at night, color goes away. So, maybe so why would they need that? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, don't, I think only a few animals actually have color vision. I don't think dogs have color vision. So, so, yeah, I don't think so, right? So I don't think a lot of animals do. I don't think owls do either. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. It'd be a good question. Look that up or something. And owls' ears are located here. For their ears, though, they have really good hearing. And owls' ears are located on their facial disc behind the eyes, and they're concealed by feathers. The tufts of feathers atop some owls' heads, referred to as an ear tuft, are for display only. 
their hearing is very sharp, enabling them to pinpoint the slightest, slightest, smallest noises made by potential prey. So that little mouse walks around in the woods, an owl hear it. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, Samantha has found something on the internet. Do you want to share, Samantha? I believe that they do have... Talk in the microphone, please. Sorry, sorry. I believe they do have... They have rod-shaped cells, and, uh... I don't know. The one I came up with says that cells that do react to color are called cone cells, and an owl's eye possesses few of those. So most owls see in limited color or in monochrome. Yeah. Sad. So sad. They can't see our beautiful color faces and clothes. It's probably best when you're swallowing things whole not to see in color. It's true. It could get ugly. Sorry, I missed that. Sorry, Siri. Siri was trying to help us with that. Hey, look problem. what we have here. We got an email. We got an email from JD from Leeds Point, New Jersey. Really? And he sent us an email to ask a question. Wow. What's your question, JD? So why is it I often hear an owl when they call, but uh, but never hear an owl when they fly? Hmm. So they hear hears an owl when they're calling, you know, do that hoot sound. Hoot, hoot. But wow. he never hears an owl when they fly over, over, <laughs> over. <laughs> Do you know why that's the case? You never hear an owl flying. Are they like stealthy so their prey doesn't hear them? Owls have developed special feathers that enable them to minimize sound when flapping their wings. Their forward edges of their primary feathers have a stiff fingers that reduces noise, while the trailing edges have soft fringes to reduce turbulence. Hmm. Their wing surfaces are covered in downy feathers to further reduce sound. So this is why people often hear owls, but never really see owls. Right. Especially when they're flying. They merely make hardly any noise at all. And it's really good if, if they're hunting for prey like mice and stuff. Mice will never hear an owl, or it sometimes never really see an owl as well, too. They just capture that prey and boom, they're dead. So we have a couple of owls along the Jersey Shore. Couple owls that could be found, and obviously we've been talking about this one a lot. But the great horned owl is the most common owl, not just along the Jersey Shore, but really in all of North America. The common, owl, uh, the great horned owl is really all over the place. It's the most common owl in North America. The great horned owl. Where do they like to live? They like to live in forests, woodlands, and in your suburban areas, in your shrublands and suburban backyards. It's a very large, heavy-bodied owl. It's known for its prominent ear tufts that look like horns. Mm. It stands about anywhere from 18 to 25 inches, so it's, it's a good two feet. So they don't actually have horns is what you're telling me. No, ear tufts is what they have. Okay. Yeah, but it looks, it looks like horns. It looks mm. like horns. They have a large wingspan of three to four feet. And they can weigh as much as five pounds, which is pretty heavy for a bird. Yeah. Most birds are like ounces. This mm. guy's pounds. Mm. So that's pretty heavy. But nevertheless, he's a pretty good flyer. Males and females can be distinguished by smaller sizes of the male. Males are smaller in Great Horned Land. <laughs> <laughs> Both have brown, white, gray, and black markings that look like the bark of a tree further helping them to camouflage yeah. themselves in the woods. That's why it's really hard to yeah. see a great... Have you guys ever seen a great horned owl in the woods? No, I've heard Never them, but the... you, they're really hard to spot. Yeah, it really is hard to see Never a great horned owl. Never in the wild. Yeah, no, really. It's 
very hard to see a great horned owl. You hear them, but you really, it's hard to see a great horned owl. In fact, you might have a great horned owl in your neighborhood, and you really wouldn't know it until like this time of year uh, when they start calling and defending their territories and looking for a mate. But guess what? Most people, most people this time of year, because it's so dark, where are most people? They're indoors, watching the Hallmark Channel. Exactly. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) They're not out and about. They're not, you know, they're watching TV. So this is why people don't realize there are owls along the Jersey Shore because it's dark, it's cold. Everybody's indoors watching TV, and nobody's really out listening for owls. Um, so that's the great horned owls. What do they eat? Well, they have an incredible digestive system uh, that allows them to swallow small prey whole, larger prey. They could tear apart smaller bits. Then they regurgitate the bones, the fur, and other undigestible parts in the form of pellets that are about the size of a man's thumb. <coughs> It sounds just like that, too. <laughs> I don't know. What compa- what, is there anything compares to owl pellets? What compares to owl pellets? I don't know. It's like, I either, like do, we don't do that. Like, I don't no. barf up. Like, I mean, people do no, barf. No, ancient it's in Romans. But yeah. it doesn't come into pellets. No, My barf so is nice in pellets. it's so nice that they barf up a nice yeah. pellet. Yeah, clean yeah, pellet. I know. It's pretty clean, right? It's pretty yeah. cool. Like, yeah. we don't do that. If only no. I barfed in pellets. Yeah, wouldn't know, that be cool? It would be so much cleaner. Easy I can't think of another animal that really does that. Hmm. I don't know. At least it's not around here. Yeah. So what does a great horned owl really eat? They eat uh, large rodents, small fur-bearing anim- uh, mammals like rabbits. Um, squirrels, Aww. sometimes even skunks. Yikes. They swoop down on prey using their powerful sharp talons, more powerful than any other their bird of prey, to grab and to kill it. And October and November is a great time for them to come out and to nest and to look for mates. So I, re- I think around October is when I started herding the great, ho- great horned owl in my neighborhood. That's the time they start uh, making their territories, defending their territories. December, January, and perhaps as late as early February. It's the mating season, looking for love. Hoot, hoot. And so, uh, yeah, they're going to make that hooty sound. Mm -hmm. Uh, Not hooty and the blowfish. No. Uh, But that hoot sound, it's a ritual that includes, uh, the mating ritual includes bowing to each other, rubbing bills. They have a good time out there. So if you hear a lot of, you know, crazy stuff in the woods, it's probably a great horned owl. So I'm going to try this out, see if this works. Whoops, sorry. I'm going to try this out. So we have uh, some calls to play for you. So let's see if this uh, works. This is the call of the great horned owl. People want to know what it sounds like, right? So this is for JD and other people listening. This is the call of the great horned owl. There is, a, by the way, there is another hooty owl out there in New Jersey. Doesn't really nest along the Jersey Shore. It is the barred owl. We do have some barred owls around here, but they they really nest. They like deep, wet woods. You know, a little farther inland, there's a nice population of barred owls in the Pine Barrens. There's a couple of barred owls um, up here in Monmouth County, in uh, in our woodlands around here. Uh, they also make a hooty sound. They call like. It sounds almost like who cooks for you. <laughs> so that's the barred owl. But along the Jersey Shore, right along the Jersey Shore, you're going to find probably more um, great horned owls 
than you do uh, barred owls. So what do they, they mate, they lay about two, four, two to four white eggs and it takes about anywhere from a month or so for that incubation to take place. After about five or six weeks, the young owls climb out onto nearby branches. They can't fly. It takes a little while for those little owls to fly. So cute. Yeah. And uh, they're still fed by their parents. And then a few weeks later, those young birds will be completely weaned and ready to fend for themselves. How long does great horned owls live? Well, captive birds have been known to live anywhere from 30 to 40 years. Wild owls? What do you think? What do you think, ladies? Wild owls. How long do you think they live? Like 20. I'm going to go with, I would say around there. About 13, 15 years. So Hmm. good guess. Yeah. Good guess. Yeah. Not bad. It's harsh. It's a harsh world out there in the forest. It is, right? Nature's, Mother Nature's. What's their prey? Like, why, how do they die young? Is their natural prey? So, I mean, they get caught up a lot in, the adults, really not much. So the kids, they're going to get caught up into electrical wires. They're going to get eaten by bigger birds, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. But once you're an adult great horned owl, um, it's really only people that can bother you, mm-hmm. right? So maybe you're going to get shot at. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're going to get poisoned. Mm-hmm. You know, so what? Uh, the biggest problem with horns, or I should say with owls, the great horned owl, mm-hmm. is that um, they eat mice, and those mice have ingested poison, right. rat poison. Right. Yeah, and so right. it just moves up the food chain. Uh, sometimes also great horned owls will occasionally eat some fish, and that fish contains high amounts of mercury, mm-hmm. and so they're going to get problems from that as well too. So, yeah, there's problems out there if you're a great horned owl for sure, especially living in a populated area like the Jersey Shore. Did you know that males' loud, resonating, resonating, it can be heard for several miles on a quiet night? Let's just hear that again. That's amazing. So here's the call of the great horned owl one more time. Is that an amazing call? Yeah. It's so cool, yeah. right? Yeah. And when you're walking in your neighborhood and you hear that call, that is just such an amazing call. Yeah. So cool. So awesome. So we have another owl on the Jersey Shore. Anybody want to take a guess what that is? It is the Screech Owl. It's the Eastern Screech Owl. It's a little tiny owl. It's a little tiny owl. Hmm. It's only about 10 inches high. And it's a 20-inch wingspan. Adults are dark brown or gray with small little ear tufts. And this species is a permanent resident here in New Jersey, here along the Jersey Shore. So same too with the great horned owl. They're both permanent. They never really migrate. They don't really go anyplace. They just stick around here all year long, even though you might not hear them because they're not mating or defending their territories. They're around all year long. In nests in tree cavities. In fact, there's a famous one that lives in Atlantic Islands. Oh, really? Yeah, it's been there in like an old woodpecker hole or something. Uh, but they also, they also like nest boxes. Screech owls favor areas near water, hence why they like to live near the Jersey Shore. Um, they eat rodents, small birds, large insects, and occasionally fish, crayfish, or amphibians. I should keep in mind there is another owl, even smaller than the uh, screech owl. It is the, do you know the uh, name of the owl that I'm talking about, Samantha? Saw, 
saw wheat, saw wheat out. So hmm. I think it's a saw. Saw wheat, right? Saw wheat. You always put me on the spot. <laughs> I don't know. You know things. You know things. <laughs> you knew about the pellets. Yeah. True. <laughs> yeah, and you knew about seahorses too. I'm, I'm still impressed by that seahorse podcast. Yeah. Go listen to it, ladies and gentlemen. Really good. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, saw wheat owl. It's a really small owl. It's about the size of your hand. And uh, occasionally it also will nest or hang out along the Jersey Shore. In fact, every couple of years there's one to be found at Sandy Hook. Um, really small, really hard to see. They like to hang out in um, evergreen trees. And so if there's a large patch of evergreen trees, they're going to be hanging out over there. But they blend in so well. They're so small. One time I was over in Central Park birding, and somebody said there was a sawweed owl over there. And it took like an hour to find it. It was hiding in the woods or hiding in the trees, the evergreen trees. It was so small. It's so cute. So adorable. So cute. Yeah, so cute. Yeah, it's about the size of your hand. It's amazing. It's an amazing small bird. Yeah, it's so cute. So here's uh, here's a, something about the eastern screech owl, though. It's getting back to the screech owl. It has two different color phases. So when you see a screech owl, it might be red or it might be gray. Really not too sure what it means. Both color phases, though, provide the owl with extremely good camouflage. This helps them blend in with the tree bark. This camouflage helps them hide themselves from predators such as larger owls, like the great horned owl, and hawks as well, too. So here, let's let's see if you can figure out what the call of the screech owl sounds like. What do you think it sounds like? Um, a screech? Very pleasant screech, maybe. Okay. Yeah, it's true. People do think that it sounds like there's a horse in their backyard. (laughs) (laughs) A little baby tiny horse. (laughs) A little pony. Yeah. One of those little ponies from uh, Chesapeake Bay. Anyway, so, um, yes, it is a screech owl. And it doesn't, I don't know why it's called a screech owl, because it doesn't sound anything like a screech. It sounds like a whiny little horse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they should call it the whiny little horse Yeah, owl. it doesn't, like, slip off the tongue like screech owl, I guess. No, I don't know where it gets named screech owl. It doesn't sound like a screech to me. So let's hear that one more time. So, yeah, that's the screech owl. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. And then we also have the snowy owls. Snowy owls are starting to come down here along the Jersey Shore. Well, not here yet. There's been a couple of reports up in Massachusetts, Connecticut, upstate New York. None here so far in New Jersey, but just about every winter. There's one coming down, which is kind of unusual because really snowy owls never used to come down here to Jersey. It was very, very rare. Maybe you would get one every five years, and now uh, they're coming just about all the time. Why? 
Could, could be global warming. You know, they like to eat lemmings up there, which are small little rat-like things moving around. And maybe the lemming population is increasing. So they're getting more young. And then during the wintertime, the young are having a hard time finding food. And so they're coming south for the wintertime. We really only see juveniles. When they come visit the Jersey Shore, we don't really see adults. It's very, very rare to ever see an adult especially a male here along the Jersey Shore. We mostly see just a lot of uh, juveniles here. So we haven't, none of them showed up so far this winter. Last year, there's a couple that showed up in Island Beach State Park and some other places. A couple years ago, we had a really good turnout of snowy owls. There were snowy owls from Sandy Hook on down to Cape May all over the place. And then a couple years after that, there was such a huge turnout of snowy owls. There was even one spotted in Bermuda. There were so many owls wow. all over the place. Yeah, Not a lot of snow there. No. no. So it has nothing to do with snow. Seeing a snowy owl, um, it has a lot to do, I guess, with their food. Mm-hmm. So snowy owls are really cool owl. They're a large owl as well, too. And um, they're nearly two feet tall, just like the uh, great horned owl. They are a large owl with five and a half foot wingspan. It's pretty cool. Unlike uh, other owls, they don't just hang out at night. They like to hunt during the daytime as well, too. At least they could hunt during the daytime. Most of the owls I've seen here, the snowy owls, they hunt during dawn and dusk. Um, Crepuscular. Ooh, very good. They feed primarily on small mammals like lemmings and voles and also rabbits and hares and squirrels and weasels and birds. Sometimes I see them eating gulls, which Mm. is pretty gross. Because of its great agility, this owl is able to snatch up even small birds on the fly. They'll perch for hours at a time, patiently waiting for their prey. All right, we're running out of time. But anyway, so here's, uh, if you see an owl, people often freak out. They go crazy. They whip out the cell phones. They want to take selfies. They want to take pictures. They want to get really up and close, right in the face of any owl, including a snowy owl. We know, we always tell people all the time, Always give wildlife plenty of space, including owls. Stand back from owls. It's best to stay back 500, 200, 500 feet as much as possible. You know, unless you have like really a good lens, like a 500, 400, 500, 600 millimeter lens, you're really not going to get a close-up picture on your cell phone. They're just, I don't think even the new cell phone 1000 can take a picture that close of wildlife. So don't even bother, right? Take what you can with your cell phone and just stay away. Stay away. Stay as far away as you can from wildlife. Don't um, don't harass them because what happens is if you harass them, if you try to get too close and they get stressed out, they freak out and they fly away. And sometimes those owls, they get so stressed out, they're going to hit cars, they're going to hit trucks. Um, they're just, uh, they're not really, they're not, they get so excited, they're going to get into problems. In fact, uh, they get flushed out, they collide with stationary objects. Um, like buildings and houses. Mm. Sometimes it's going to attract the attention of crows and gulls and hawks, which are going to harass those uh, owls. Um, And so just please give owls plenty of room. If you see a great horned owl, if you see a screech owl, if you see a snowy owl, please give them plenty of room. Don't harass them. Watch them from afar. Invest in a spotting scope or binoculars or invest in a good camera if you want to see them up close. But please, please, please don't harass our owls along the Jersey Shore. Best advice, sit outside at night, listen for owls in your neighborhood. The sound of the great horned owl or a screech owl can travel for about a mile. Stop watching TV, go outside at night, 
We love our owls at Safe Coastal Wildlife, and we hope you do too. And ladies, yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Joe.